blunt. Do you like to be blunt? Absolutely. We don't sugarcoat shit. Listen, Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio. <laughs> Welcome to Renegade Talked Out FM on a Monday morning. Welcome, Renegade Nation. Hi, Mark. How was your weekend? It was fabulous. And Marla, how was your weekend? Fucking great. It always is with you, Marla. Yeah, you were the most fabulous costume party ever. That's good. Anyway, a little bit of ACDC. Marky Mark and Marla, all the way down to hell, baby. I saw a few Satans last weekend. Yeah, I know. We saw a few <laughs> Satans at that party. Anyway, welcome, Renegade Nation, to another week of hell. And uh, the election's coming up next Tuesday, and all this shit is flying all over the place, Marky Mark and Marla. So, and what's really great is you can dress up and be whoever you want and act as crazy yeah. as you want. We went to a, um, a uh, costume party at a uh, mansion in Newport Beach over the weekend. Mark was invited, but he never showed up. It was a benefit. It was a benefit for the Friends AIDS Foundation. Yes. Friends AIDS. of Dorothy, yes. And we want to thank Barbara and, of course, Patty Cakes for inviting yes. us over. We met a lot of cool people, and hopefully... Sure. Did. They might. Some of them might be on the show. They're kind of wacky, wacko. And, oh, uh, there was great people there. Great bodies, great hot-looking females, Mark, that you miss. Father, Father Mark. Great DJ, what, yeah, great Mark, food. What's wrong? And we're going to get... I'm one. listening to what I missed. I know, you're so stupid. You miss great food, God, if great you bodies, there. great, a beautiful mansion. Oh, yeah, with... Uh, well, yeah, that's uh, not rubbing it anymore. It, un, un, unbelievable. Mark was watching 60 Minutes and taking care of business for <laughs> Renegade while we went out and partied. Thank you, Mark, for doing your job as, the, as what you're supposed to do. Thank you. You're, you're very, welcome. You're very welcome. Anyway, Renegade Nation, again, thank you for the listenership over the weekend. The numbers have gone up more and more around the world, so we decided to talk about the world. Yes, Mark. Yes, and also when I get to it, I will put up the pictures. Oh, that'll be the day. Oh, yeah. okay. I have okay. to get the pictures from Barbara hey, the from the The theme is the, the sky is falling. Well, I'm going to be putting pictures Good. up. Good, yeah, that'll be next November. Anyway, oh, it's not November, October, I'm sorry. Why do you next mean? November would have been you know, next month. You guys are I, what I mean. I'm, I'm, yes, yeah, we I are. I can't kid around with you anymore. I know. So this ain't a union Jeez. radio station, so too bad. Yeah, it's not unionized yet. They're too coming bad. after us. They already called us up and want to make us union. You guys uh, just yeah. have no empathy for me. Nope. Anyway, Scott. Pelly on 60 Minutes over the weekend, which is on Sunday, reports on the growing number of Americans who are exhausting their benefits. That means, Mark and Marla, the 99 weeks that the U.S. government gave these poor souls to get a, to get a job, Week, weeks up. benefits have run out. Now they're in really deep poop poop. 
The economic jam we were uh, has topped uh, even in now into the Great Depression and Great Depression in one respect. Never have we had a recession this deep with recovery this flat. No wonder why what happened. We saw that movie last night with um, Elliot Spitzer. Elliot Spitzer. Elliot, we're going to get into that too uh, about this uh, with the unemployment situation in this country, the politics in this country, and why we are yeah. in the shit we are in and overseas. And that Elliot's all connected. And that Elliot Spitzer movie, man, you won't believe what they did to him. I mean, I can yeah. see, I remember, it, yeah, we know about the girl, call girl, but prior to that, when he cleaned up Wall Street. Interesting movie. Boy, do these boys get upset with him, Mark. Mark has to watch it over here. I'm afraid he's going to blow up the living room. <laughs> Congress did something it has never done before. It extended unemployment benefits to 99 weeks. So it cost the taxpayers of the U.S. $100 billion so far. And that's so fair. But now for many Americans, 99 weeks have passed and there's still no job in sight. Some have now taken to calling themselves the 99ers. As they should. (laughs) They even went to uh, Silicon Valley, the high-tech capital, a lot of a lot of people out of work there too, Mark. A lot, a hell of a lot. So now, what do they do? Uh, that's what Besides our politicians living. are supposed to be helping us <laughs> with, Marla. You know, they're they, they're going to get the country back on track. But you know what they're doing? They're trashing themselves for the last week of the poli- of, of uh, politics, right, Mark? They're, it's all trash. It's all how bad you are. You are a piece of fucking crap. But they're not addressing the issues. issues. I don't hear anybody addressing the issues. Clinton, yeah. Clinton shows up at a high school auditorium, and half the people don't even show up. It's about the same Nobody thing that you shit. and I do to Marla. We just make fun of her, but we don't deal with her issues. <laughs> Silicon Valley, uh, Renegade Nation, the capital of American innovation, has a new creation. It's called the Revival Meetings for the Unemployed. <laughs> oh, no. That's right. On the weekends, they come by the hundreds and 60 Minutes joined a, a gathering called Job Connections held inside a local church. RMU. RAMU. The people in the group are facing uh, are faces of the unemployment in Silicon Valley. People in their 40s, 50s, and 60s who thought they had done everything right, earned a degree, stayed with the company, and saved for retirement. And guess what? Fucking idiot. They've been punished for doing the right thing. And what I did, Renegade Nation, was I didn't get. I was involved in this in the '80s, and I decided to get the fuck out because I knew they would do this to me. You are a brilliant. I am a. You are brilliant. And I told people to do the same thing that I did, and they they mocked you. They they laughed at you. They put you down. You even got a divorce over it. They threw you out of office. They threw me out. They threw me out on the street. Yes. And I have survived. And we will. And I have made it to yes, the promised have. land. Yes, Thank you God have. you can fit everything in my garage and live comfortably. <laughs> That's exactly right, Mark. Thank you very much. That's why I'm on this radio station. Yeah, how's that bunker uh, going over there? Yeah, we're building our new bunker. <laughs> Digging in the soft sand of Huntington Beach. Yes. Just living here at the beach. Well, I just thought you, you might have uh, Angel and Missy doing some work over there. <laughs> Here's a question. How many, Renegade Nation of you, <clears throat> and people out there that, that are, are just hopping on board the radio station, how many of you have cashed out your 401ks, IRAs, savings accounts? How many of you have lost a ton of money in the 401ks? Or yes. how many of you have never had enough money to put into the 401 IRA and savings account? Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Huh? A lot of them are too young to retire and maybe too old to rehire. 
They're no, they're lo- they're, the longer they're out, the tougher it gets. Now, Judy Thompson who was making, uh, was marking the time before she loses her home. The, the, it's just on and on about well, what? No, that's a good story. Okay, okay, you want me to go with that? Because someone's okay. going to relate to Judy. Okay, three months maybe. I've been in that house since 1982. I don't want to move. 82, ask, folks. 82. Okay. Slow down, Rich. This is important. Uh, okay, now ask wh- where she is go- what she's going to do. Thompson said to, to Pelly from 60 Minutes, I don't know. I'm trying not to think that far ahead, but anyway... I didn't mean to get emotional. Sorry. Well, they, these people need to get emotional. That's what the issue is. No, they're actually crying. And even, even, you can yeah, feel, well, oh, this, okay, oh, you you can saw feel the sadness oh, in their it's, hearts. It's knowing horrible. like we're saying. They do everything they're supposed to do right. Yes. Play by the rules. And now she's going to lose her house when she bought it in 82. Right. Yeah, she played by the rules. Yeah. She listened to the to the people that were in charge, and they screwed this poor woman over, plus well, a not, ton of other people. Not the people that were in charge in 82. Thank you, Marla. Sarah Huber may lose her family business of 23 years. Everything's gone and we can't survive because these people can't survive, she explained. So she's going month to month and everybody that doesn't have money can't buy at her store. So right. she's just trying to hang in there. Hey, everyone's pretty much buying the bare necessities. The equity lines are frozen. People don't have... Um, they just don't have anything. They're just running out. They're going month to month, just like you said, Mark. Jim Wilde has been applying for jobs for two years. I've gone through uh, the tier one companies. I've gone through the two tier companies, and now I'm down to Target. Oh. He's got, and it's a part-time job. <laughs> yeah, I got a part-time at job. Nine, no, no, I take that back. He's going to make 12 bucks an hour, and it's unbelievable what's going to happen to him. He's only going to get a part-time job right now, but he's going to take it. This guy was a fiber optics engineering manager now working at Target. Wow. What, where, where, other, bleh, yeah. sorry. What part of the country? Silicon Valley. Oh. Palo Alto. We're okay. Meg Whitman. You know, we need, you know <laughs> we need to repeat ourselves three times to this one. I know. So, Silicon Valley lost its jobs in construction, manufacturing, and in high-tech engineering. Now, this is Silicon Valley. This is where all the money is. Uh, lots of money. Okay, and San Jose looks the same, but it shrank by 75,000 jobs. San Jose is right down the road from uh, Silicon Valley. Anyway, the national unemployment rate about, uh, is about 9.5%. Sounds incredibly high. But if you add all this together, the unemployed and the underemployed, it's not 9.5%. It's 17%. And in California, it Thank is you. 22%. Yes. Let's, let's be real. It's probably more than that. Now, here's a really interesting statement. What makes it so much worse is that nationwide, one-third of the unemployed have been out of work for more than a year. That hasn't happened since the Great Depression. That's right. There you go. This is the Greater Depression. Don't you think so, Mark? I don't hear Meg yes. Whitman. I hear Meg Whitman's going to go get jobs for everybody, but, you know, I don't hear how she's going to go get the jobs. Well, we'll talk about that later. I, I'm just saying. I, I just, you know, I keep on hearing the same thing over and over again by these these morons. Anyway, 60 Minutes uh, stopped by a soup kitchen also. That was in the same article on t- television on Sunday night. This guy, uh, Doug, he was making $200,000 a year as a personnel executive. You must have thought you'd be able to get a better job pretty quickly. Uh, Scott Pelley report, remarked, but yeah, he said, you know, it really didn't cross my mind that I wouldn't find something. The question was trying to take the right time to find the right job. And you have a job in six months, a job that you like in six months. And how long has it been? That's what he asked his Lisa Francone two years and three months, she replied. So they're having a hard time. Uh, they save for retirement, college for their son and daughter, but most of that is all gone. The unemployment mm-hmm. checks were tiny. Can't remember where, what they were, but Frank Cohn said, you know. Get, the get wife helped him out there. The wife yeah, said, four, yeah, it was a whole whopping $275 uh, a week. $475. 
Four seventy five for per two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Okay. Okay. No, it says four seventy five a week. Anyway, so their mortgage is messed up. Uh, their son is going to military instead of the college because they can't. They don't have any money. Next, uh, they're selling the house if they can do that. So here, good here, luck here, selling your house. Here again, here's somebody <laughs> that listened to the system. Right. Here's somebody that believed in their politicians. They bought into it. They bought into mm-hmm. it, and what they bought into is now desperate poverty due to their inadequacy to understand what was actually being done to them. Yes. Well, all, you know, all of these people, again, did everything by the book, the way Americans did things. Isn't and that funny? That's what Rich said. I know, but now politics have changed and there are... No, politics oh, hasn't changed. Well... Politics is politics. It's the same bullshit. Sorry, I disagree with you, kid. Politics has not changed. Well, we've never been in the Greater Depression. Like the Francones, four and a half million Americans have taken hardship withdrawals from their 401ks. With savings now gone, unemployment checks exhausted. Many are coming to the charities now. <laughs> and you know what? For food. That's the first thing they tell you on the news. Don't don't take any money out of your or your IRA. It's like where where mm. am I supposed to get money? No, the IRA. No, 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 Marla, you're wrong. The IRA was screwed by the oh, AIGs and the city yeah, groups and the Morgan Stanleys and, and the Goldman Sachs of the world. How they did that. Anyway, uh, these par- these people now are going to food banks. That's how right. bad it's getting. And this is in Silicon Valley. Can you imagine Ohio? In fact, in Rhode Island, they're so bad that the, the guy running for governor over there told Obama, take the job and shove it. Get out. I don't even want you in here. It's amazing. They're telling the president of the United States to go pound sand. Anyway, one of the articles you're going to get up to, one of the gals, is actually just competing against illegals going through the trash can. Is this, um... (laughs) Really? So they're competing against... me. Yeah. Uh, Is that Claudia we're talking about? Claudia, yeah. Claudia, uh, she was an office manager making $70,000 a year when she was laid off. Now her 99 weeks of unemployment checks are running out. She never imagined she would need free food, but then she never imagined she would be picking out trash to sell to the recycler. And after she spent a couple of days digging through that trash, get what whopping amount of money she got, Marla? Um, Five bucks? Well, a little better now, but not 20? much. 20. Get close. Very close. 32. It was less. $30. $30. Yeah, for three days of garbage trash collecting Picking and throwing. Up. And she's yeah. throwing all this crap in her car. Yeah. This is the lady living in the car, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And of course, her how, car has turned into a garbage truck. How old is she? Probably, I think she was around 55-ish. Uh, I'm that trying is, to find it. And she's just by, all by herself? Yeah, all by her lonesome. That is really Yeah, sad. she's in her f- mid-50s. Her mother's 83. She's wow. getting some help from her mother. She's applied for hundreds. She's getting help from her mother? She's applied wow. for hundreds of jobs from office manager to clerical work. She's had four interviews in the past two years. Wow. Well, thank goodness her mother at that age can help her out. Usually you're taking, your par- taking care of your taking parents. Taking her social security. Yeah, well, helping your, your parents out. So no one is expecting Congress to vote another extension of, un- of unemployment. So that's really going to put that's that's what's going to start this uh, some sort of revolution in this country. As government of benefits run out, a lot of people are depending on kindness now to take their place. This is absolutely pathetic. What it these is. people did. If you we watched that movie last night, um, I guess Spitzer, it, Elliot Spitzer. Everybody should watch. It's called Nine, um, Circle Nine. I think it's called. It's a new documentary that's coming out about what he did on Wall Street, and it's really, really interesting and very detailed and creative to the point of what Wall Street was doing. And Spitzer stepped in to stop the mess, but he just got caught up in the politics when he became governor and the whole thing came crashing down on him. He was he doing a, a really great job and he screwed up, but they also went after him and took him down. If you, if you watch the AIG part of it, Mark, the AIG part of that movie was where they were actually uh, setting up insurance plans where there was no insurance. I mean, it was amazing what these people were doing and he, he, he caught them. 
He called them red-handed. And they hated his guts. They hated this guy. But he uh, had a little problem with pussy. No, there's no problem. What do you mean? Of course he just was. needed to tell the wife if she was having a fling uh, on the side. Should have been. Well, they're, they're not what, that honest. What's really funny is when you're watching the movie, um, that one girl at the Mayflower, she was like on the outskirts of the prostitution ring. She he, she only met with him once. That was the and, one that got bust, he got the, busted with. The, well, the, she's the one that went on to Playboy. And That's the, the one I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. whatever. Yeah. Well, anyway, that, we're gonna that, take okay. We're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we're gonna be talking about the Treasury Shields Citicorp as uh, deletions undercut disclosure, and we'll be right back. After huh? What are you people on dope? It's perfect. Do you hear that? It's the winds of change. Are your freedoms being destroyed? Like free speech? Shut up! Then fucking stay here and be blunt about it. Shut up! Will you shut up? Be right back. Hey, welcome to Renegade Talk.fm, where we don't sugarcoat shit on a Monday morning. My name is Richie Keppel, along with Marky Mark and, of course, Marla. Mm. Hope you all had a great weekend. Talking about the great state of affairs the United States is in in the world with our <laughs> banking problems. <laughs> Mark, be positive, will you? Why? Because I said so. you got to stay positive. Things will happen. Yeah, screw you. AZDZ on a ACDZ Monday right here in California. Election is a week from tomorrow. What an interesting day that's going to be. I will be too. No more of those fucking ads. Thank that's God. the best part. Everybody's that, just going, you're right. You fucking moron, you dirtbag, you <laughs> yeah, no, swishing punch. Okay, Mark. Right. Then, well, we were in the, the car this morning. We got to hear about uh, Nutmeg's son, the alleged rapist. Yeah, the alleged rapist is now breaking out on the news. <laughs> Every man is an alleged rapist. In the New York Daily News of all places, they're releasing that story. <laughs> Nutmeg Whitman. And they asked her point blank. Has any, have you or anyone in your family ever been arrested? No. I, I personally. Denied, denied, denied. Had a few parking tickets. <laughs> denied, denied, denied. Well, they did say, have you or your, your fa- family. 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 And she said no. No. So she, she forgot. I. Yeah, she forgot that when she donated $30 million to Princeton or whatever the hell she did. <laughs> anyway, Treasury Secretary, uh, the Treasury Shield Citigroup as deletions undercut disclosure. Now, Renegade what? Nation, this is really important. Now, the late Bloomberg News reporter, uh, Mark Pittman, asked uh, the U.S. Treasury in January of 2009 to identify 301 billion of securities owned by Citigroup that the government had agreed to guarantee. Now, he made the request on the grounds that the taxpayers ought to know how their money was being used. Yeah, it's me. Me, taxpayer. More than 20 months later, Renegade Nation, after saying at least five times that a response was imminent. Oh, it sounds like Marla. Yeah, Treasury officials responded with <laughs> 560 pages of printed out emails, none of which Pittman requested. They were so heavily redacted that most of what's left are, are everyday me- messages such, such as, did you just try to call me and Monday will be a busy day? 
None of the documents answers Pittman's request for records sufficient to show the names of Revelant Securities or the dates and terms of the guarantees. Even so, the U.S. government considers the collection of emails a partial response to an official request under the Federal Freedom of Information Act, or FOIA. The Justice Department in July cited an increase in such responses as evidence that more information is being released under the law. But, 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 President President Barack Obama vowed to usher in a new era of open government. And I feel it. I can see the light. On January 21st, 2009, the day after his inauguration and a week before Pittman submitted his FOIA request, Obama directed agencies to adopt a presumption in favor of disclosure in order to renew their commitment to the principles embodied in FOIA. Oh, it sounds so good. I believe. I believe everything they say. Like I said in the beginning of this radio show years ago or a year ago, I said, I believe everything that they tell me. There is hope and there is change. Change. Yes, change. We will, we there will might change be some change. Things. There may be some change in your pocket or down, down or between these uh, sofa cushions, but that's about it. The saga of Pippin's request shows that the promise of transparency has its limits when it comes to the government's intervention in the financial industry. <laughs> no fucking way. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh, which at its peak reached 12.8 trillion in commitments. Yeah, tell that to all the people that did everything right now. Did you get that 12.8 just in commitments? 12.8 trillion. 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 Now we're into the trillion. Trillion dollars. Yeah, from 2008, Bear Stearns rescue uh, to the Federal Reserve's policy of quantitative easing in 2010. <laughs> the Obama administration has delayed disclosures and defended its right to secrecy in oh, court. Oh, oh really? Oh, really? Secrecy. I wonder what happened. What? Why the secrets? It's the secrecy of your tax money bailing out these fucking morons. And how much goes overseas? Because we're going to be talking about France after this. We're going to have to help France pick up the garbage. Mark, would you put your crystal ball away? (laughs) The Justice Department, which oversees disclosure for the executive branch, is working specifically to encourage agencies to be as transparent as possible and release as much possible information. Yeah, yes, Mark. Well, you two, Rich and Marla, try to be more transparent. Open okay. up your blinds so I can see through. Okay. <laughs> and see what you are doing. You, I know you have video cameras in yeah, here anyway, so it doesn't please. matter. You anyway. Be, well, you should see my costume Saturday night. Don't worry about your costume. Melanie Ann Poustay. Poustay. That's a French woman, see? Poustay. Poustay. Director of the Department's Office of Information Policy. We view our efforts as an ongoing process. An unbelievable process. More openness concerning the causes of the crises and the government's response would help the economy recover. (laughs) (laughs) That's why why we're the same boat, folks, because we don't know what the fuck's going on. Investors who don't have the information are investors who refuse to place funds in the markets. What? If we want investment and economic growth to resume, we want to be forthright about what happened. And you just just brought this up in a commercial commercial break. You brought this up. The fact that the economy is doing so poorly, Mm -hmm. a lot of the small people like me... Don't even put five hundred or thousand. No, they don't have any money, stock. and they don't trust it. We can't trust it. They we don't, don't trust know the what the hell's market. going on. That's exactly well, what. Well, you I- know what? And you can't even afford to lose that little bit of money. That's what, what Elliot Spitzer was cleaning up because they were sucking all the money on the four hundred one k's. They sucked all the insurance. They they sucked everything out. Yeah. So people There's don't realize this transparency that she's trying to uncloak. Right. Transparency <laughs> is the fact that we don't know how much money. The government is sticking into whatever. We business, don't. Nobody knows anything and it's, anymore. It's screw. It makes us screwed up. 
Stock. Let me ask you a question. Where's when does John the word Stossel or Geraldo or some one of those people that dig in and find what's they really They try going to. On. They, 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 they've been trying to clean the windows. Look in. <laughs> uh, when did the word transparency start to be used all the time? Was it in, during the Obama run for Bush too? Bush used transparency. Yeah, Bush was also. I hate that fucking word. That word is so abused in itself that there is no transparency. Nobody knows anything. That's why everything's falling apart. If they were more transparent, and told the truth up front. That's what transparency means, doesn't it? Transparent means you can you see what? what's my, going on. My, no, it's yes, transparent. What does it mean, Marla? My saran wrap is transparent. Uh, no, no, dear. What is transparent is that we're never going to get anything to change. And that's no why shit. we're talking about this so you people would actually wake up and start planning for the sky is going to fall in your fucking head. The public has a particular interest in transparency regarding the government's unprecedented intervention in capital markets because of its sheer size, said U.S. Rep. Daryl Isa of California, the ranking Republican on the Committee on Oversight and Government Reform. I better start doing his job. Is that He called the Obama administration woefully inadequate at fulfilling its promise of transparency. Tra- <laughs> Hello, Mark. Put your hands over your head. See over no your eyes. Evil. Right to know. At a time when the role of government, and more specifically the Treasury Department, uh, through bailouts and stimulus. Remember, bailouts and stimulus means your tax money. Remember that, Renegade Nation, your tax money is responsible for administrating trillions of dollars, which is your tax money. There couldn't be a more important time to uphold the American people's right to know. No but shit. We ain't gonna know. On January 28, 2009, Pittman asked the Treasury officials for details related to guarantees. Yes, Mark. Please. Please. He, he was really please. sweet. Please show please. me, please. please. For details related to guarantees, the agency had provided on securities held by Citigroup, AIG, and the Bank of America. Boy, they are really oh, stinky, the too. Bank of They're, America. Oh, God. I can't believe that. You wouldn't believe the shit on them with, with, with Spitzer. I I mean, really mm, shitty. Yummy. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Okay. In his response, Treasury, uh, Treasury said AIG didn't participate in its asset guarantee program. Oh. Huh? Oh. I thought they got 80, $85 billion. Oh, oh. Then they asked for more, didn't they? Yes. So now they're trying... See, the Treasury is bullshitting now. They're trying to bullshit me. AIG didn't participate? Oh, is that another deal that we didn't know yeah, about? Yeah, are there, is there two AIGs? There's two AIGs. Yes. There's a lot that we do not know and we'll never know. Likewise, despite some negotiations, the government and Charlotte, North Carolina-based Bank of America never entered into any definitive agreement. Liar. What? Liar, liar. What are these people trying to spin now? The spinster zone. Bill O'Reilly should be all over this shit. Yeah, but we even tell people out there that the Fox News is okay. It's all right, nothing, but it's garbage. We are the full truth and nothing but the truth. And thank God our renegade listeners can handle the truth. That left Citigroup, in which the U.S. government was the largest shareholder uh, of as of uh, October 1st, uh, but they've been selling stock. According to regulatory (laughs) filings, taxpayer stake was 12.4%, three times the second largest investors. Mm. Pump it in, baby. Pump now, the department held back 866 more pages saying each was, an ex- it was exempt from disclosure on one of four grounds, trade secrets, personnel rules and practices, memos subject to attorney-client privilege and violations of personal privacy. Sure. Thanks for explaining. Treasury that, also cited the trade secrets exemption in, in responding to a separate similar FOIA request by Bloomberg News for details about Citigroup's segregated bad assets. In that response, <laughs> 73 of the 104 pages we're completely blacked out. Hey, Rich. Mm-hmm. I think you should do that to the, to the IRS. Except See for headings. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Only six pages. The cover, the contents, the boilerplate list of legal disclosures, and a paragraph titled FOIA Request for Confidential Treatment were free of redactions. There you go. So they blacked out everything. Yeah, the entire thing. The department, re- the department's reply to Pittman's request will count statistically. Statistically, a stack of paper with black lines. As a partial response in government reports, Treasury FOIA public liaison, the response adhered to the rules and regulations, the U.S. Attorney General guideline guidance, and relevant case law that govern FOIA. These people are so full of shit. It's Fun all over the place. You can't figure out what the fuck they're talking about. And that's our government. F- Big government oh, watching us Renegade. and helping us and working their Renegade hardest. Nation. People who aren't satisfied with the federal agency's responses under, under FOIA can appeal to them at first and then file civil lawsuits in the U.S. District Court to try to force more disclosure. That's what Patty Cakes needs to do. <laughs> Poor Patty Cakes. Get out your pens and pencils <laughs> and paper. Paper and pens. Pen. I get confused. PP. Let me call my attorney. We call it PP. Paper pen. Bloomberg, the parent company of Bloomberg News, sued the Fed over another Pittman oh, no. uh, re- uh, FOI request that sought the names of the banks that took emergency loans from the central bank. The company has prevailed in U.S. District Court and on appeal. The Fed, which has not released the information, has until tomorrow to decide whether to ask the U.S. Supreme Court to consider the case. Again, they're not telling you where the money went. So again, that's why we're going to be talking about this tomorrow. This is why Pittman wanted the information so he could disclose it in Bloomberg. A half ago. Hello out there. Yes, a year and a half ago. So how much other things have been under the table as usual business? Like all the deals that Obama was making to get the health care plan? Obama. Obama. Yeah, they made Papa, a lot of deals. Obama. We saw all those deals in that Elliot Spitzer movie. Mm-hmm. All the, all the, Bank of America was really bad. So people, remember, <clears throat> we're bringing all this up so you can feel confident and vote and get change. Like the Treasury Department, the Central vote Bank, okay, like the Treasury Department, the Central Bank cited the exemption for trade secrets. Well, known you know as what? Exemption 4. Like I said, let's use that exemption with the IRS. The trade secret. What? That our money is going into Yeah, that our money. People? It's a right. trade secret now. Yeah. Oh, is that what they're classifying it? Yeah, yeah. trade secret. Well, we it's got some trade secrets. It's supposed public information. We're supposed to know how many things are being traded and sold, right? Right. right. And where our money goes? Yes. Oh, it's a trade secret? Don't. It's called public disclosure. fucking morons. It's called public disclosure. And who's going to get arrested for this? Fucking Nobody. nobody. Its lawyers argue that disclosing the bank's identities would put the institutions at a competitive disadvantage and make them less likely to seek emergency loans in the future. How about other smaller banks that don't have the information themselves and how competitive are they going to be able to be and stay in business to have real competition? Yeah, well, they're not being. They're being sucked up by the big ones. That's right. That's why we talked about there's going to be over 400 banks at the end of next year. Bye-bye's right, Marla. See ya. Pittman's request for the Treasury Department records spent months in limbo, according to discussions with the agency's employees. He had waited about 10 months for a response when he died on November 25th, 2009. Shortly (laughs) afterward, Michael uh, Gallagher, an attorney working on on contract for the Treasury Department, called Bloomberg News asking where he could send the responsive documents. Attempts to return uh, Gallagher's call failed. He couldn't be found at the agency. Goodbye. (laughs) So they didn't, want to get, they, they didn't want all this information out in the public, so they covered it all up. Meanwhile, that month, Citigroup repaid $20 billion of its bailout money and terminated the asset guarantee program. No wonder they got rid of Spitzer. 
small, small he was a small, sardine. Yeah, he was a small sardine <laughs> in a big can. He could swallow him, bones included. Yeah, they, uh, they were not about to listen to uh, good, good old Spitzer. Well, one of the guys is, is, is still in prison. Remember? Yeah, but they all got basically. I know. They, didn't get slap, I they know. got a slap. Yeah, in a little slap in the hand. Didn't matter. Yeah, anyway, so this is how bad things are. I mean, if they, they're, they're, the banks aren't lending any money, that's nobody knows where the money's going. There's no are. what they call what's that word again? Transparency. Transparency. Yeah, and everything's allegedly. Allegedly. But you say allegedly or transparency, and see what happens to your ass when you get caught doing that pain. Transparency. People will be amazed at how intelligent I am. We were. There's not too many people that think you're. So intelligent, Marla. Anyway. No, I said if I use the word transparency. Oh, yeah, they will then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I like to see her. Yeah, you had your transparency panties on last night. Yeah, you know, transparency well. there, baby. Well, anyway, we're going to take a break. When we come back, France. France. Strikes costing up to $557 million a day. Get ready because it could be coming He's our way. Headed our way. And we'll be right back. The winds of change. What are you people? On dope? Blunt. Do you like to be blunt? Absolutely. We don't sugarcoat shit. Listen, Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio. I want to be sedated, Mark. Renegade Nation Talk.fm. I want to be sedated. Tell me. Now's the time to be sedated. That's some good uh, memories there. Right, Mark? Can you hear it? Can you hear this? Ah, uh, hear it. Can you hear it? Okay, Mark. How, how's everybody today? On a very positive day here at Renegade. Talk yeah, about Patty Cakes would always say, just fabulous. Fabulous. Everybody, she was fabulous. Fabulous. So, she was fabulous at the party Saturday. Okay. And so were a lot of the people there at the party. They were also fabulous. And Barbara was absolutely stunning gorgeous. I mean, she, she was, was all decked out. She was Snow White. She was, she was smoking, smoking. smoking Snow White. I told her... Disneyland's that way, lady. Yeah, she, she, she can make one of those little fairies running around. Anyway, uh, talking about uh, one, one, one thing we're going to talk about uh, before we uh, leave today, Renegade Nation, is France. I now, don't want to go. Viva France! You are going to go. No, Marla, you no, know what? Don't interrupt me when I'm trying yeah, to say no something. No interruptions. Uh, you can go. <laughs> uh, well, you can stay here, but I'm going to go. Anyway, uh, strikes are costing now uh, France up to $557 million per day. And the reason for this is they're having massive strikes. They're costing the national economy uh, untold $557 million each day. The French finance minister said Monday as workers continue to block oil refineries and trash incinerators to protest a plan to raise the retirement age to 62. And this is not going away, Renegade Nation. And in France, they are fucking fed up. All this because they want two extra years before they can retire? Yeah. Oh my God, these people are fucked up. No, they're smart. We just let everything. What is too fucking? I mean, first off, they set the law at 60. 
Why not leave it the way it is? Why are they well, trying they to, to us too? Yeah, I know, but why are they trying to force that? And they're saying no. Because the there's no money I, in the kitty. I no, well, they took kitty, all the money kitty. and spent it. But anyway, I agree with the people of France. <laughs> Fuck them. Well, they you know already what? did it to here. Uh, I know what they did. You already said that, Marla. I know. Well, violence in the street, Richie. Rotting piles of garbage now at nearly nine thousand tons are becoming a health hazard in the Mediterranean Sea of uh, whatever it is. Good for them, Marseille, which has been hard hit on land and sea, striking dockers at France's largest port or. Uh, just uh, in, they're blocking the ships. Ferries, trying, all them ferries, not all going the ferries. Nowhere. The ferries, no, are, they're no, blocking no, the ships, trying go. to unload the fuel. France's twelve striking refineries have been shut down for nearly two weeks. The government has forced some of them to make stock fuel available, but at least one in four gas stations in France has run out of fuel. And Pre- this is all within two weeks or less. Two weeks, yeah, within two weeks. President Sarkozy stood firm and amid the growing pressure, determined to reform the retirement system to ensure funds are for future generations of life expectancy increases and the nation's debt source. The problem is they have actuar- actuaries that do the numbers, and they should have figured this out 20 years ago. And then all of a sudden, one day he pops up and says, hey, we're going to change it. They did it to us. I know. Yes, they have the same problem with transparency as we do over here. Yeah, they have a transparency <laughs> problem. Yeah, no one was letting them know that people were lasting longer. Hey, the, it's a global economy meltdown. The, right. the bill to overhaul France's pension plan is to be is to be definitely voted on this week by two houses of parliament, likely by Wednesday. Officials said after a meeting of committee that wrote a final version of the legislation to raise the retirement age from 60 to 62, it is all but certain to pass. These people are not going to, uh, they, they've started a war against them. They're not going to, they're not the, going to stand You know what's going to be great about this, Rich? Yes. They're going to get what they want, the people, Right. And then they're going to screw them in the end. Well, what's going to happen? There'll be no money to give them for the retirement. Well, no, they should have the money, but the politicians in France spent the money, and now That's these people are right. It's not right. I mean, it doesn't matter what's right or wrong. Contract, we're just bringing, wait, Rich, we're just wait. bringing out the facts that either way you look at it, they're fucked. Contract of law states you can't. It doesn't matter. It does. Contract, contract of, law. of law. No, Richie, the money's not there. Contract dude. of law. Fuck. How you. dare you change the law? You How dare you do these things? You know what, Richie? Who gives you the right to do them? I'm not saying I have the right. You don't have the right I'm to do anything. You abide by the fucking rules. I abide by the rules. You got to abide by the rules. That's why they're on strike over there. That's why they're we're telling, having this conversation French, because no one is abiding by the rules. The French people said, "Fuck the you, politicians. You fucking assholes! You're taking my fucking money away from me." They're fed up. Yeah, same the, thing's gonna happen here. They've been here. lied to, just like what's gonna they've be been happening lied to, right. to us because we've been lied to the same way. People yeah, have contracts. What, what you're seeing is the future of America. That's why we're bringing this up because right. everybody wants big government to take care of us. Well, if you have big government, the only place that they get money are from businesses that survive and redu- that bring in the taxes. If the small businesses along with large businesses cannot be productive and profitable or the people have jobs, you can't tax what? Nothing. From so, nothing right. equals nothing. That's right. So where's the money coming from? Right. So garbage. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. France is losing how many money? How much money? Uh, $557 million a day. A day. So... The people's pension checks come from the idea that France makes money. France is losing all this money. How long would it take to make up the difference? Ah. No. You know what? You're all fucked. Garbage and gas Just are critical like weapons for the strikers who decry the reform as unjust. No shit. Besides raising the minimum retirement age to 62, it increases the age to access full retirement benefits from 65 to 67. That's what yeah, happened here to that's us. That's what happened here. It was only in, the, in 1982 that French employees won the right to retire at 60, and since then, it has been considered a well-earned right. 
A right. They Not go, what can be afforded. They a even right. Get right. vacations over there, too. You know, fuck your no, right. They're right. paying the way. The French workers are paying the money into the system, right. and it's, 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 their, it's their right. What do you mean it's their right? They earn the money. It's not a right. It's not a right at all. It's given to them back for the hard service they put into the system. It's the same way our government was talking about that with the Obamacare. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, yeah there you go. It's not a privilege. It's a right. I saw on the news over at your, uh, your studio uh, today mm-hmm. that now these companies are redoing their health plans and a lot of people are going to be out of health coverage because of what Obama did. Right. So Why they're finding all the loopholes inside the, the, the law. I heard that on the radio, And if the too. Republicans get back in this coming Tuesday, they're going to revamp that law. They're going to change it because it's all, these companies are going, we're going to get really fucked here. This is going to get worse. Well, they're going to look at it, like you said, statistically. St- it's, real, statistically. it's very simple. If the fine for dropping somebody off their policy only costs them 200 bucks a person, where it actually costs them $500 per person to have an insurance policy, what would you do as a business? There you go. Well, bye-bye. Let the government pay drop, for it. drop, kick you out of the old... Yeah, uh, let the government give it to you system. then. Anyway, we back to the France thing. We, we aren't going. You. We aren't going to work on the docks until we're sixty-five. It's just not possible. Again, there we go. When you finally hit sixty to sixty-two, it's about time to hang up the old boots and go party, relax get laid, relax, have it, go swing, go fuck, go do, do travel, do whatever. They want you to die you, early, yeah, Rich. Yeah, yeah, so they don't have to pay out. <laughs> and they're no, not going to fix you. No, you're right. If they work you to death. Then they don't have to pay you. Yeah, you know what? If a guy had a heart attack, I would just say let him die, so your pension stays uh, inactive. Is will be active than inactive. If we, well, met- but then like over here, doctors keep you sick by covering up what's wrong with you with with drugs. I say let everybody die, so you. my pension stays active. That's what I say. Just yeah, go ahead and croak. drop. Go ahead and drop dead. Yeah, fall in the ocean. Don't throw him a life preserver. <laughs> If we manage to get to a point where, unfortunately, Paris becomes like, um, more, would you say Marseille? Mar- Co- Mar- Marcel. Marcel, I guess. Marcel. Covered in garbage. I think the situation could change because Paris is France's showcase. So they're going to push this to the limit where Paris now gets covered with garbage. And then all of a sudden, they're going to they're gonna force them to do what they want. They're going to make an Eiffel Tower out of garbage. That's right. <laughs> yes. It'll be taller. It'll start becoming green taller, from mold. Stronger. <laughs> Plus, they'll have rats running around ah! the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> but this is happening oh, yeah, not just in France. They're, they're not going to have any health issues Here with, you go. with garbage all over the Here government. you go, Rich. Now, polls have shown that most French people support the strikers. Meanwhile, the conservative Sarkozy's popularity is plummeting. A poll published in Sunday's journal, blah, 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 newspapers showed that only 29% of those surveyed were satisfied with Sarkozy's performance. It was the French leader's lowest rating since taking office in 2007. Well, he's fucking over yeah. the people. What do you expect? And like Obama. I was going to say him and Obama must be on the same pub. Be, all same the politicians, puppeteer. even the ones right now running for office, for House or Senate, they're all fucked. And I hope everybody realizes, you know what? Get all excited. Think that what you're going to do is going to make a change, will make a difference, but guess what? It won't. It won't. I wonder so, who Rich, the- Marla, and I are trying to tell you guys right now, you better start planning for a really bad year next year because right. guess what? 
You're going to get and fucked. Fuck wearing designer crap. Why make them wealthier than they already are? Your electric bills are going up. The water, the gas, the gas that you drive in your car, your you insurance, your food, your retirement's not going to be there. The government's going to take the 401 and IRAs away from you to dump, dump it into the Social Security system. And, of course, the pensions and benefits for all the politicians, which is not transparent. They're going to retire, move to the Bahamas, and leave you here Suffering. fucking each other. Yep. You're talking uh, about the, total chaos that's going to be that way. In the U.S., Social Security has moved to the age of 67. Now, what that means is when you're 62, you can retire, but they screw you on all the money you're supposed to get I that know. you earned. And then when you get 65, and then when you hit 67, they give you the middle amount of the money. And then when you hit so 72, isn't it? I think, I think it's 70 or 72, whatever it is. You finally get the rest of it. So you, if you wait at all. If you survive. If you survive. Yeah. They're, if hoping, you know. they're hoping that you fucking die they so do. they don't have to pay up the, the money. That's why they're cutting back on Medicare. They're going to hopefully you go... <laughs> we need a picture of that. <laughs> so all you French citizens out there, we are you on go. your side. We're getting fucked just like you are. So we yeah. have the power of the internet and power of this communication tool. And if you would like to respond to us, you may do so. RenegadeTalkFM at gmail.com. If you listen you, to the show. You French renegades, and if you, you, you go, go, go. And if you want to get on the air, just let us know. You can get on the air and, and, and start talking all your shit. No problem. You can tell all your people in France, all of them, to listen to what you need to say to the government of France. And we make that open. You are our open invitation to come on here. Yes. There you go. And what's yeah. that phone number? And you can find us an email. No, they may well, email us. Renegade. Make- it's Renegade Talk FM at gmail.com. Again, Renegade Talk FM at gmail.com. Can you say and- that in German and French? No, I can't say it. No. There'll be somebody over but there who can speak English. They can find us on Facebook. No, we'll put, we'll put them they on the air. They can find yeah. us on podcasts. Uh, yes, Marla. They can find us on Twitter. They can find you in your panties. Ooh, I'm usually that's in hot. one pair of Steamy. <laughs> Just like the garbage. <laughs> uh, t- coming on Friday, Empowered Sex with Patty out of Denver. Hopefully we'll have our phone if systems our phone working. By we anyway. will. Okay. And then uh, Thursday, Candace will be sitting in president of normal for Patty Cakes, who's and back she east. she is. And uh, Patty Cakes was at the party Saturday night, so we had a lot of fun with her. She was uh, just uh, dancing her disco queen shit. It was fun. And we're bringing in more sky-falling information tomorrow about sky how falling? we are sky getting mm-hmm. fucked. Okay. A week tomorrow, we'll find out about Prop 19. Who the governor of California is going to be? Oh, I just found out a little tip of information. Talk to my DA, DEA friends. Yeah, what? DEA. The federal government is pumping money into blocking that from getting in law. That's no surprise to me. Yeah, but no, that, that's why the no polls. No one's knowing about it. And that's why the polls say it's down because they're pumping they're the polls. Pumping, that's right. I know what they're doing. I know exactly the what feds, they're doing. Guys, listen up. The federal government is pumping money into our state because they said to our state, if this thing passes, See? we're going to fuck you guys over. That's You're not right. going to get federal money for law enforcement, which or highways or anything uh, else. That's right. Yeah, they're threatening. They're that pissed off about California possibly passing this. We were, so I, you know what? Pass it and tell our federal government, fuck you. We were at the uh, party Saturday. We were talking about Prop 19, and a lot of people feel the same way. I mean, if the people want it, then what's the problem with it? And there's more tax generated for the state of California. And that's what's eventually going to happen by next year and the following year. We're not going to have any people that are employed to get taxes to pay for the people unemployed okay. to get money and and and, 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 prostitution, <gasps> drugs will be legalized. legalized. Yeah. So we can get money Shit, because that's the only money. fucking thing that'll be working in California. <laughs> we'll be we prostitution drugs, and drugs, alcohol and prostitution. Well, I, and I was going to say, and gambling. there's going to be a, a you lot You know what? We're going to take over the Indian reservations. <laughs> yeah, I bet you, I swear to God, mark my words. Yes, Mark. Since the Indians are making them. all the money, 
We're going to go to the casinos and take them over. Take them over. Tell the yeah. Indians go fly a hike. Here comes Custer. Fly a kite. Yeah, here he take comes. Take a hike. Fly anyway, a kite. Anyway, we're going to go. Hey, Renegade Nation. I'm Renegade Nation. Thank you for listening. We'll see you tomorrow with more happy, positive, happy news. Happy no, positive news from Mark. Stop Shock Radio, the station that shocks you. Renegade Talk Radio.